Welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into the weirdest, strangest, and most mysterious corners of the internet. I'm Ali Siegel. I'm Melissa Stettin. And who are our patrons this week? We've got Julie and we've got Salamander again. <laughs> a, literal, a literal salamander. A literal salamander. Uh, welcome to the team. We hope that you enjoy our alien con footage, which I yeah. think is up now. Yes, and it's on Patreon. Yeah, we might have to add, uh, I haven't looked yet, the bonus footage that AlienCon itself sent us, oh. which I which I heard was kind of subpar. I'll look at that today, cool. but um, I hope you guys enjoyed that. The Ali's move on, guys. Ho- hosting was was great. Hostess with the mostess. It was great. Um, I think the next thing we're going to try to go to is Monsterpalooza. Monster so <laughs> not to be confused that. with Lala Palooza. Yes. <laughs> Green Day will not be there. Yeah. Well, you never know. You never know. Don't rule it out. <laughs> Melissa, we're starting Food Scam March. It might bleed a little bit into April. <laughs> it's already March, the April. End of March. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be the next few weeks. March and April. <laughs> yes. Um, what is our episode on today? Well, I have a very important question for you, Allie. Yes. Are you Coke or Pepsi? This is a great question. It is. Okay. I'm Coke Zero. Okay. But I think I'm either Coke Zero or Diet Pepsi. Diet Pepsi? I think Pepsi... Coke Zero is my new favorite. I think Coke Zero is really delicious. I'm a fan of Coke Zero, too. But prior to Coke Zero... And I think they now have like a new recipe for Coke Zero that's particularly good. Yes, that's true. I'm actually a low-key Pepsi person. Like, I think it's creamier almost, kind of. I can't explain it. I don't know that I've had Diet Pepsi, to be honest. It's it's good. And even regular huh. Pepsi. So I would say Coke Zero slash Diet Pepsi. If they give me a Pepsi, I'm not bummed. I don't say no. Right. I feel like I was initially Coke- because yeah, that's what my dad would buy. And then I feel like in the late nineties we were end up we were a Pepsi family. Interesting. And then I'm back to Coke now. Well, if you have a problem, you can talk to me. If you, <laughs> I'm back you into know, Coke now. There actually was wasn't there I I don't know, I haven't read your doc today, but wasn't there actually cocaine and Coke at first? Yes. There was. We can, we can talk about that during the episode. But um, coca, co- the coca leaves. No, but I mean, like that come from Peru. That's where. That's what cocaine is made from. The coca leaves. Oh, really? Yes. Right. I guess I didn't know. <laughs> I guess I don't know what cocaine because is. Because when I went to Peru, <laughs> they have bowls of coca leaves. Coca. Yeah. Coca leaves, and you chew on them, and it's supposed to give you like. It's like energy having a cup of coffee or something. So you just leave it in your mouth, like chewing tobacco. You just so I would I constantly just had mouthfuls of coca leaves just all day long. I'm literally going to Google what is cocaine. It's coca. If I'm not mistaken, coca leaves. Yeah, it's a white powder that comes from the dried leaves of the coca plant. And I think the coca leaves are illegal here. I believe you can't bring them 
over. That's weird that it's like natural. Yeah. Well, they process it with like. Right. Well, now it's gasoline, like so scary. I think, is what they use to ext- gasoline and like. I oh, mean, my it's, God. It's not good well, for now, you. And now <laughs> fentanyl, you. you have to be really. Oh, it's not. Now you have to it's be. It's not good for you as opposed to. <laughs> yeah. Well, it sucks now because you can't just do cocaine. You got to. I mean, you uh, unless you have, you have those it. testing strips. It's really, really scary. I mean, uh, we'll get to the episode in a second. But side note, if you do drugs, always test. I mean, I had I knew a girlfriend who uh, I like begged her. I was like, please test. And all of her cocaine was positive for fentanyl. Uh, And thank God she tested, you know, because who knows what would have happened. So you can't just always, always willy-nilly. Like even 10 years ago, it was fine. Yeah, I mean it's never fun to do. It's never cocaine, no, but, but you like, know what I mean. It's like a different day. Yeah, know. back in the eighties, <laughs> I would just ignore whatever. But yeah. no, no way, man! It's scary. No, it's, scary it's really for, like, scary out there. Stuff. Anything. Yeah. I I even read uh, the other day that someone had bought Adderall at a pharmacy in Mexico. Oh yeah, and it had fentanyl in it. In it. Yeah, That's fucked up. Yeah, so guys, really be careful. Yeah, test just everything. like. Yeah, test everything unless you are like getting it from your pharmacist yeah. uh, prescribed. Um, all right, so what's our episode <laughs> back <laughs> to? <laughs> that was our PSA. Our PSA. Don't do Dare. Drugs. We're sponsored by Dare this week and um, <laughs> Mad, <laughs> Mad and Dare. We're mothers against yeah. doing drugs. <laughs> mothers against uh, cocaine. <laughs> uh, okay, so Coke or Pepsi? Okay, so this is about. <laughs> new coke this is about the whole new coke debacle it was a whole thing i don't know about this you don't remember it is this about crystal pepsi no 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 crystal pepsi is trash uh (laughs) so on april 23rd 1985 coca-cola announced a change to its nearly century-old secret formula. Oh. It was, a, it was New Coke. And New Coke would have a smoother, sweeter taste similar to Diet Coke. But it was sweetened with corn syrup. Ooh. And market researchers and pollsters were sure that it would be a hit. Coca-Cola was already number one at the time. Don't broke if don't change don't, it. Don't it's broke, not broke it if it ain't fixed. Don't broke if it ain't fixed. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they say. <laughs> but but Pepsi was gaining ground and cutting mm. into Coke's precious market share. Uh-oh. So this is the Cola Wars of the 80s. This is what it was all about. Ooh. So Coke wanted to make sure that they were the superior beverage. But the whole thing was like this huge failure. And we all know that if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So what went wrong? What did go wrong? What went wrong? So let's go all the way back to World War II. We're going oh. way back. I was about to make a joke like I fought in the, the Great Cola Wars of the 1980s, but then we're we actually the going shit? back to World War II. Yeah. yeah, I was in the Cola Wars. <laughs> I was in the Cola Wars. Uh, so after World War II, Coca-Cola had 60% of the market share for cola. It was That's all people drink. Wow. But by 1983, pop. yes, pop is what we call it in the Midwest. Uh, by 1983, it had declined to under 24% because of Pepsi. Wow. Pepsi had begun to outsell Coke in supermarkets, and Coke was leading only through vending machines and fast food restaurants. That's where most people were getting their Coke Interesting. from. That makes sense because... My, we always had like a two liter of like Coke or Pepsi in our house and it became Pepsi like in the 90s instead of Coke. Yes. 
Uh, so market analysts, Anna. <laughs> Excuse me, analysts. <laughs> they study people named Alan. They study Pepsi. <laughs> people named Alan from the Cola Wars. <laughs> market analysts. They believe baby boomers were more likely to purchase diet drinks because yes. they started becoming like health and weight conscious. They were like the slim fast generation. Yes. And then growth in the non-diet sodas would be for the younger people who at the yeah. time liked Pepsi more, like myself. Oh, yeah. Coca-Cola's senior executives commissioned a secret project to create a new flavor for Coke. It was called Project Kansas. <laughs> what is this, a CIA operative? It was, uh, it was, they named it after a photo of a Kansas journalist, William Allen White, drinking a Coke. And it's like a famous image that was used for advertising and hung on executives' walls. I would love like a like project like Allison and it's me like eating a fat burger and like fat burger executives are like trying to create a new sandwich and yeah. it's like modeled after me eating project a fat Allie burger. Siegel. Yeah. <laughs> uh the sweeter cola overwhelmingly beat both regular Coke and Pepsi in taste tests. So this new Coke was winning taste tests. Huh. So asked if they would buy and drink the product if it were Coke, most testers say they would. They didn't tell them it was new Coke. They're like, we right, have this right, new right. soda. And they were like, oh, if this is Coke, would you buy it? And everyone's like, yeah, absolutely. Um, they said it would take some getting used to, but people seem to like the new flavor. Mm-hmm. But about 10 to 12% of the testers in the test group, they were angry. They felt angry and alienated at the thought. And they said they might stop drinking Coke. That's so funny. Because they didn't want the recipe to change. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just just for no reason at all. It was furious. Yeah. (laughs) So the management rejected an idea to make and sell the new flavor as a separate variety of Coca-Cola. So the company's bottlers were already complaining about absorbing other recent additions into the product line since 82 because they had Diet Coke and then Cherry Coke was launched at the same time as new Coke during 1985, which I didn't realize that. No. So they were like, oh, not another fucking Coke flavor. Like, can we just, you know, make it into the new Coke? So that's what they decided to do. So they launched new Coke on April 23rd, 1985. And then production of this original Coke formula ended. They were like, new Coke. It's a new formula. It's sl- slightly sweeter because they wanted to compete with Pepsi. So... They had a press conference at New York City's Lincoln Center to introduce a new formula that did not go well. Reporters had already been fed questions by Pepsi, which was worried that New Coke would erase its gains. Like they were already hating on New Coke, like reporters from Pepsi. Yeah. Go Gozueta is the Coke CEO. He described the new flavor as bolder, rounder, and more harmonious. <laughs> Oh, okay. And Coke sales were up 8% over the same period as the year before. So they're like, okay, great. It's going well. But then came the backlash. Uh Uh-oh. Though this new Coke flavor was accepted by Coca-Cola drinkers, people resented the change. Not that they disliked the flavor. They just resented that they changed the flavor. Yeah, people are so weird. And many critics were from southern U.S. states and some of whom considered Coca-Cola part of their regional identity. Yeah, like they it's drink like their Coke, culture. that's it. That's what they yeah. drink. Like don't don't 
appropriate my culture. Don't appropriate. Yeah. So some view the change as a surrender to the Yankees. Oh, my God. Because Pepsi's based in New York. This is so funny. Yeah. They're like, oh, you're trying to compete with those Yanks up north? Weird. This is crazy. <laughs> it's like Civil War shit. Yeah. So a professor at the University of Mississippi observed that, quote, changing Coca-Cola is an intrusion on tradition and thus would not be received well in that region. Oh, my God. So a columnist from Alabama insinuated that the flavor change was a communist plot. (laughs) This is so funny. People were losing their minds. It's like the woke liberal media is trying to change Coca-Cola. That's exactly what it is. (laughs) So the company received over 40,000 calls and letters expressing anger and disappointment, including one letter delivered to the CEO that was addressed to Chief Dodo of the Coca-Cola company. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like calling him like an idiot? Like called him like a dodo? Oh, my God. And another letter asked for his autograph as the signature of one of the dumbest executives in American business history. (laughs) This is insane. Uh, The company hotline 1-800-GET-COKE received over 1,500 calls a day compared to around 400 before the change. I want to know what were 400 people were calling the Coke hotline a day? Just what? Why? What were they saying? I don't. Why do you call a Coke hotline? Like complain about things, I guess. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, people must be so bored. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe like one of their cans was like dented or opened or something. I don't know. What do you? I don't know. I don't or like know. it doesn't taste right. I bet there was a lot of this yeah. tastes weird. <laughs> a psychiatrist whom Coke had hired to listen in on the calls told executives that some people sounded as if they were discussing the death of a family member. Oh my god. People were heartbroken over this this That would be change. my favorite job. Can you imagine be, yes. be like being a psychiatrist and getting a call from Coke being like, will you just listen in on these calls and what like, is, like, what's going on with these people? Read how crazy these people are and just tell us what's going on. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm sure people were like crying. Yeah, that's so weird. I know. Uh, so comedians and talk show hosts like Johnny Carson, David Letterman, they all made jokes about the switch. Uh, ads for New Coke were booed heavily when they appeared on the scoreboard at the Houston Astrodome. Oh, my God. Even Fidel Castro, a longtime Coca-Cola drinker, contributed to the backlash, calling New Coke a sign of American capitalist decadence. That's insane. Yes. So Pepsi, of course, took advantage of the situation. As they should. They ran ads to mock Coke. That's funny. Pepsi actually gained very few long-term converts over Coke's switch, mm. despite a 14% sales increase over the same month the previous year. So they didn't. Pepsi didn't even really gain that many new drinkers over this. Well, because people like to complain, but they're also creatures of habit. Like, they're not actually going to do anything about right. it. They just like to create a fuss. Yeah, like everyone who's like, don't shop at so and so, don't shop at this place anymore. Don't, and then like you forget over a year and you're like, where am I not supposed to shop at? <laughs> Who is- oh, yeah. Or like, I mean, a thousand times I've been like, Amazon is bad. Jeff, Jeff Bezos is trash. Yeah. And, and then every day I'm getting an Amazon package because I'm just like, it's easy. I I'm used a, to I it. I got a it's baby. Easy. I have to like get stuff next day. Yeah. Like, I feel bad about it, but like, I don't know, man. <laughs> 
yeah, I don't it's know. like, God, Coke's right Ugh. there. I already have some in the fridge, oh. you know. Like. Oh, there's some funny Pepsi YouTube. It was a Pepsi New Coke ad where they were making fun of New Coke. By the way, I'm trying to Google like all the Coke flavors that exist. And it's there's nearly so many impo- now. It's impossible to try to find this list. I don't know why I can't find it. What's the matter, Wilbur? They changed my Coke. Something wrong with it? I don't know, but they sure changed it. Coulda asked. I coulda. I stuck with them through three wars and a couple of dust storms, but this is too much. Guess something big made them change. Right, big. Right, big. Pepsi, the choice of a new generation. Still coulda asked. Yeah, it's just people Oh my God, that's really off. funny. It's just three old guys sitting around, like, being pissed off that they changed the recipe. That's actually a great commercial because it's really relatable to people. Like, I'm sure people watching that would be like, I feel that way, too. Yeah. Why did they change the recipe? Yeah. I stuck with them through yeah. <laughs> since the 1800s. Yeah. Um, so Roger Enrico, the director of Pepsi, declared a company-wide holiday, took out a full-page ad in the New York Times proclaiming that Pepsi had won the Cola Wars. Oh my god! <laughs> what a this nerd! Is so dorky, yeah. This is so dorky. What a dork! Uh, over the course of the month, Coca-Cola's chemists also quietly reduced the acidity levels of the new formula, mm. hoping to like get rid of complaints about the flavor and allow its sweetness to be better perceived. So that's crazy that they were like secretly like yeah trying to oh, just let's changing go it. back to the yeah. old flavor slowly. But then in the afternoon of July 11th, 1985, Coke executives announced the return of the original formula. That was what, three months later? 79 days after New Coke's introduction. Like, our bad. (laughs) Uh, ABC News' Peter Jennings interrupted General Hospital with a special bulletin to share the news. Like, it's breaking news. Like, there's a war breaking out. They're like, uh, breaking news. Coke is coming back. (laughs) (laughs) On the floor of the U.S. Senate, David Pryor called the reintroduction a meaningful moment in U.S. history. How do I not remember any of this? This Well, it was 85. Oh, I wasn't born yet. Well, that's that's a good reason. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The new Coke, or the new product continued to be marketed and sold as Coke until 1992 when it was renamed Coke 2, which I remember Coke 2. Uh, so they still had the old formula was named Coca-Cola Classic. I remember Coca-Cola Classic. Do you Classic. remember seeing cans, Coca-Cola Classic? Yes. So for a short time, it was referred referred by the public as Old Coke. This is so weird. But that's why they called it Classic. It's so weird. Um, Gay Mullins, who's the founder of the organization Old Cola Drinkers of America, <laughs> which had lobbied Coke to either reintroduce the old formula or sell it to someone else. We got to get someone for that on if it still exists. They were given the first case of the Coca-Cola Classic. Good for them. Later, he complained that the the drink now made him sick, which he blamed on the drink's use of high fructose corn syrup, because apparently they switched yeah. from cane sugar to high fructose corn syrup. He also claimed that high fructose corn syrup had dulled his taste buds. Uh-oh. Accounting for his preference for new Coke in the taste test. Because he was tested. Oh, he preferred the new really Coke. He's funny. like, oh, well, it must be because they messed up my taste Yeah, y'all buds. fucked me up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, by the end of 1985, Coca-Cola Classic 
was substantially outselling both new Coke and Pepsi. And then six months after the rollout, Coke sales had increased at more than twice the rate of Pepsi's. So Coke came back and like fucking just soared to the top. Oh my God. New Coke's sales dwindled to a 3% share of the market, although it was selling quite well in Los Angeles and some other key markets. Oh. Uh, Later research, however, suggested that it was not the return of Coca-Cola Classic, but instead the nearly unnoticed introduction of Cherry Coke, which appeared almost simultaneously with New Coke. And that can be credited with the company's success in 85. Oh, interesting. So Cherry Coke was like a huge, was a win. I fucking love Cherry Coke. Yeah, me too. Uh, The Coca-Cola company spent a considerable amount of time trying to figure out where it had made a mistake. ultimately concluding that it had underestimated the public reaction of the portion of the customer base that would be alienated by the switch they didn't they didn't take that into consideration consideration which like i wouldn't assume no i I don't know that's just a weird thing that it's a weird reaction yeah you think this did more to position and define coca-cola as a brand embodying values distinct from pepsi Oh, it allowed itself to be portrayed as a somewhat clueless, large corporation forced to withdraw from a big change by overwhelming public pressure that flatter- flattered customers. So people were like, ah, we are like we they care. pushed Coke into doing this. Yeah. And they listen to us. It's a, it's a brand of the people. Uh huh. Uh huh. I found <laughs> This is funny on Wikipedia. Bill Cosby ended oh his longtime advertising for Coca-Cola, claiming that his commercials oh praising the superiority of the new formula had hurt his credibility. Yeah, you don't uh, want that to hurt your credibility. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else hurt your credibility? Yeah, the rapes. The rapes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no one at Coca-Cola was fired for the change. When the CEO died in 1997, the company's share price was well above what it was when he had taken over 16 years earlier, and its position as a market leader was even more firmly established. So they were more successful as ever. Yeah, you got to make a lemonade out of lemons. Exactly. So the CEO said, yes, it infuriated the public, cost us a ton of money, and lasted for only 77 days before we reintroduced Coca-Cola Classic. Still, New Coke was a success because it revitalized the brand and reattached the public to Coke. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, so it turns out it was a success. Yeah, not every mistake uh, is Is a mistake. Exactly. (laughs) That's what they say. This is Marilyn Monroe quote. Marilyn Monroe. Let's take a quick break for announcements. Webcrawlers has a Patreon. To get access to bonus episodes, shoutouts, merchandise discounts, please go to patreon.com slash webcrawlers. You can donate as little as $2 a month to become one of our bimbo patrons. Also, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. If you give us a five-star review, we will shout you out. Also, Erios has a hotline. Insert jingle here. 626-604-6262. Continue to call us. And also, I'm going to um, post some prompts on our oh, Instagram. Okay. For like call-in prompts. Right. Because it's fun when people like call in about the same thing. Yes. Like the driving test thing. Like that was real fun. Yeah. Uh I think the prompts for this week, I'll say them here, are going to be, 
What do you think UAPs are? Oh, okay. Do you think they're aliens? Do you think it's another country? Like, what do you think this phenomenon is? Mm-hmm. And then the second prompt will tell you at the end of the episode today. Ooh, I don't know what this is. Yes. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Now back to our program. Uh, okay, so this is a taste test they did in 1987. So the Wall Street Journal surveyed 100 randomly selected cola drinkers, the majority of whom indicated that they had a preference for Pepsi. Like before mm. they took the test, most people were like, I love Pepsi. Pepsi is my favorite. Oh. And then less than half like classic Coke, then only two people like the new Coke. They did a blind te- taste test. They test- tested all three, Pepsi, classic Coke, and new Coke. New Coke was the winner. Wow. But, but what was crazy is that when the people found out that they had chosen new Pepsi or new Coke, they were angry. Yeah, I'm sure they were furious. They're like, no, I'm a Coke loyalist. There's no yeah. way. Like, I'm a Pepsi loyalist. Like, they were furious that they had chosen that's really the new funny. Coke flavor, which is, that's weird. Uh, so in the short run, the reintroduction of original Coke saved Coke sales figures and brought it back in the good graces of many customers and bottlers. And then all the phone calls and letters to the company were joyful and thankful. Oh, good. <laughs> One executive said, you would have thought we'd cured cancer. <laughs> Little did they know they were just creating it Little, with yeah, all their exactly. ingredients. Uh, but at the beginning of 1986, Coke's marketing team found a strategy by returning to one of their original motives for changing the formula, the youth market that preferred Pepsi. So mm. they're like, we got to get this youth market back because these are these kids are all going for Pepsi. Yeah, the youths. So that's when Max Headroom uh, came into the picture. The computer-generated per- per- uh, media personality was chosen to replace Bill Cosby <laughs> as the spokesman for Coke's new Catch the Wave campaign. Do you remember Am I supposed this? To, no, I'm, I'm you don't? Googling. No. It was... Maybe it was too... Okay, was, I mean, it was before my time, I think. Yeah. Um, but now I Googled and I like, I've seen this, I've seen these like old commercials on, on like MTV, MTV yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the campaign was a huge success. Uh, Coke's consumer hotline received more calls about Max Headroom than any previous spokesperson. Some even asking if he had a girlfriend. 
I just Googled Lord of the Rings star Elijah Wood producing reboot of Max Headroom series. What? <laughs> yeah. I love this Coke hotline sounds amazing. I wish we could hear like old recordings. Like it's, it's not real. He's not he's not a real. Yeah. I mean, he's a pretty good looking man. He's kind of hot. Yeah, he's kind of hot. So Coke 2 in 1985 New Coke was only sold in the United States and Canada, while the original formula continued to be sold in the rest of the world. In the, this is a crazy fun fact that I learned. So I'm not going to tell, I'm going to make you guess who this is. So in the early 2000s, this person suggested the name of C2 while working as a tastemaker for an ad agency, and they gave her $25,000 for the name. So they changed the name of Coke 2 into C2. Interesting. And she is a famous director now. Sophia Coppola. She was working at an ad agency, I believe it was in Seattle, in the early 2000s. Do we know who it is? Oh, I know who it is. Oh, you're asking me to guess. Yeah. Um, is, it, uh, is it the woman who was married to James Cameron? No. I have no idea who. <laughs> it's Miranda July. What? Really? Yeah. I guess that was like wow. one of her first jobs. She was working in marketing. That's she crazy. She suggested C2 and they gave her $25,000. That's really interesting. Yeah, that's so crazy. So yeah, and then July 2002, Coca-Cola announced that Coke 2 would be discontinued entirely. So they... This is a real mess. So Coke 2 is gone. Yeah crazy now we get to the conspiracies i'm ready the most popular one that i don't disagree with is that the company intentionally changed the formula hoping the consumers would be upset with the company and demand the original to return in which that would cause sales to spike i can see that yeah it's pretty risky to do that yeah and a lot of money yeah, but I mean, I don't know. It's not. That seems, yeah. Uh, the switch was planned. This is what they claim. The switch was planned all along to cover the change from sugar sweetened Coke to the much less expensive high fructose co corn syrup. Mm. So they're saying that they knew that they needed to switch from sugar to corn syrup. And they're like, how do we do that? We switch the formula to new Coke, and then we switch it back to regular Coke, and people will be like, oh, good, Coke's back, without realizing that it's high-fructose corn syrup instead of sugar, because oh, it was cheaper. Right. So, what is it now that's in Coke? It's I think it's high-fructose corn syrup. Because I know you can also buy like just full sugar Coke. I think that's those are called Mexican is that, Coke. That's Mexican Coke, right? Yeah. Those are good. Those are really good. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a theory. That's an interesting theory. The U.S. Sugar Trade Association took out a full page ad lambasting Coke for using high fructose corn syrup in all the bottling of the old formula when it was reintroduced. So they switched to high to corn syrup after the fact. So that was weird coincidence, yeah. I guess. And then Coca-Cola began allowing bottlers to remove up to half of the product's cane sugar as early as the 80s. Uh -oh. Five years before the introduction of new Coke. So by the time the new formula was introduced, most bottlers had already sweetened Coke entirely with high fructose corn syrup. 
Oh, and that's so bad for you. I know. So it provided cover for the final removal of all coca derivatives from the product to placate the DEA, which was trying to eradicate the plant worldwide to combat cocaine trafficking. So while Coke's executives were relieved the new formula contained no coca and concerned about the long-term future of the Peruvian government-owned coca fields that supplied it in the face of increasing DEA pressure to end cultivation of the crop. So, so there was no direct pressure from the DEA on Coca-Cola to do so. So that, that was a theory that was endorsed in Time magazine. <laughs> that's really like years funny. ago. That's crazy. Yeah. So they claimed the reforma- reformulation was made in response to the, the war on drugs by the Reagan administration. That's wild. So that it's, it's interesting. But then we come to 2019. Ooh. May 21st, 2019. Coca-Cola announced that the 1985 reformulation, once again with the name New Coke, would be reintroduced in limited quantities to promote the third season of Stranger Things. Oh, my God. It's because they drank New Coke in the show. That's funny. About 500,000 cans of New Coke were produced, and they were sold mostly online. The volume of orders crashed the Coca-Cola website because so many people ordered it. Jesus. That's crazy. So that's the story of New Coke. A story I I had no idea about the forgotten cola wars of the 80s. Yeah, I didn't realize that that was what the cola wars were based around. Yeah. You thought it was based around something else? I thought it was the actual wars. Yeah, you thought it was was (laughs) a whole other thing. I had no idea to do with soda. That's crazy. Yeah. And I was looking at Crystal Pepsi. So I remember Crystal Pepsi was... I do remember that. Was the 90s. It didn't have a lemon or lime flavor, but it didn't quite have a normal cola flavor either. Yeah. And it was like very short-lived. Remember they brought it back like yes. five years ago? Yeah, and it failed too. And I I bought some. I went to Walgreens and I bought Crystal Pepsi it was disgusting. Oof. It was like not, I don't know what, I. it was gross. It was so gross. Because Coca-Cola also made Coca-Cola clear. They did? Yeah. What? I don't remember that. Uh-huh. It's it, Coke clear. Uh, yeah, I just found it all oh, after you read your thing. Oh, ew. I think it, maybe it's only in Japan, but I remember it. Oh, Coca-Cola clear launched in Japan. Pan 2018. Did that ever come over here? No. Oh, weird. But it says it's like the Crystal Pepsi. I don't understand why it would taste different because isn't isn't the brown just like food coloring? Yeah, I think so. Ew, ew. Coca-Cola orange. Literally looking at that almost makes me want to throw up. Have you tried the, the coffee Cokes? Okay, so there's two uh, incarnations of this. Do you I remember had one th- like a year ago that I was like, "This isn't that bad." No, but they okay. So they introduced one in like the 2000s, um, and I used to love oh, it. Oh, really? Um, yes. Okay, wait. What was it? It was Coffee Coke 2000s. Coca Cola Black. 2006 and discontinued 2008 was that yes that must have been it i loved it oh yeah okay i remember that yes i for some reason i would drink it all the time really yes and it it 
I really liked it. It tasted Did it have really more good. Caffeine in it than I think so. Wait, caffeine, Coke. Oh, yeah, it did. Coke Black had 46 milligrams of caffeine. Coke Classic had 23 milligrams. had double. Yeah, I think I would, like, Jesus. drink it, like, instead of Red Bull, like, when I was, like, partying. Whoa, that's a lot of fucking caffeine. Yeah, it's, like, it's kind of, like, half a cup of coffee. It's, like, half Damn. of a cup of coffee. And I thought it tasted really good. The new one doesn't taste the same as it. Right. God, there's so many flavors of Coke now. Yeah, I tried to find like, I want to find a whole list of every single flavor and I can't. Cherry, vanilla, a limited edition Coca-Cola creations. What is a Coke lime? What is this shit? I, I, I mean, I, do people drink though? Like who's going, who's getting a Coke orange? Coke garlic? Oh, but this is a YouTube though. <laughs> Hold on, I'm like, gonna yeah, send Coke this to you. Coke orange is my shit. Like who? Yeah, I'm gonna send this to you, and you tell, and maybe we can play it and cut it you out. Ever had but... caffeine free diet Coke? No, that's like insane. My mom drinks that. That's like the craziest thing I've ever heard. It's insane. If I if I'm gonna drink any soda, it needs it's, to have the most caffeine. I know. Ever. I pr- I usually drink regular Coke. If I do, I don't really drink Coke that much. Yeah, I have some Coke Zeros in my in my yeah right occasionally, but I've I've had like at least fifteen fillings in my mouth yeah. drinking Coke as a kid. I sent you a YouTube of the top ten weirdest Coca Cola flavors from around the world. Coke bacon, Coke green tea, Coke citra, Coke garlic, Coke bubble Coke garlic. Gum. I, don't, I that's crazy. Coke garlic, I don't believe that. I mean, that'd be good for that'd be good for. Uh, cooking Coke garlic garlic because don't people like uh marinate like ribs and chicken and coke isn't that is that's a thing right I think it's a thing so maybe maybe they made coke garlic for (laughs) cooking it's your cooking coke (laughs) it's not drinking coke it's It's for cooking yeah it's like when you're cooking wine and like your olive oil (laughs) yeah it's your cooking coke Um, I was looking up other products that failed and I saw the arch deluxe What's that? Do you remember this? It's from McDonald's. They spent $150 million in 1996. They sold it as a more sophisticated option for (laughs) two adults. What's in it? The Arch Deluxe quarter pound of beef, bacon, lettuce, tomato, cheese. So it's it's just the same thing, but with a different name. That's dumb. And then I remembered this, this commercial I was in. You, do you remember the Microsoft Stop. Kin? No, what is that? It was a phone that came out really? in 2009. It was a huge flop, but I was in a commercial for it. You've got to be kidding me. It was like more of a rounder shaped phone. I have to Google and they this. advertise it as like mostly for social media. Like you could just click mm-hmm. on a picture, upload it to you like your MySpace or Facebook page. Oh my God, this is crazy. It didn't work. Like it was so bad. And I remember they had, I went to Coachella in 2010 and they had the Microsoft Kin Lounge and they had like the commercial that I'm in, like playing on the big, shut up, on the screens there. And I was like, do people recognize you? (laughs) I mean, I went in there and was like, hey. It looks like a Tamagotchi. Yes, it's like rounded. 
And it was this commercial. I was in it with this like marching band from like Seattle that like they're into what? Burning Man. And it was. <laughs> it was can we get our weird. can we get our hands on this commercial? I tried to find the one that I'm in. They scrubbed like, it from the internet. For, it's, it's saved on my one of my old laptops. It's on there. We got to find it and post it I on the know. Patreon. It's on it's on a hard drive somewhere. That's really but funny. They and I read that they were criticized for an online video advertisement for the phone that depicted a male teenager putting a kin under his shirt to photograph his naked chest. What? And he was then shown sending the image to a female teenager. It was like a party scene. Oh, my God. And the dude took a picture under his chest and like showed it to a girl. And everyone was like, that's disgusting. They're like Microsoft kin. That's great for sexting, for teen sexting. That's crazy. Yeah. But it was, I don't even think it launched. I don't even know what happened. It was a disaster. Well, you cursed it. I cursed it. Yeah. That's really funny. You got to find the commercial somewhere. Um, Guys, if you have a favorite, no, these are my questions. Are you team Pepsi or are you team Coke? Great question. Call in and let us know. If you have strong opinions on any soda, please let us know. Mm-hmm. And if you know of any insane Coke or Pepsi or soda flavors in general, please call in and let us know because we would like to be illuminated yes. into the wide world of soda. Melissa, if people want to call in or reach us, where can they do so? You can email us at webcrawlerspot at gmail.com or call us at 626-604-6262. Is that the phone number? 626-604-6262. I think that's the number. Well, just call that number and see what call happens, honestly. Yeah. Call the number. See what happens. Uh, all right. Well, I am Allie Corn Syrup Siegel. I am Melissa Cocaine Stetton. (laughs) (laughs) And that's our story. We're sticking to it. All right. Bye, bye, guys. An Erio's original. Powered by ACAST. 